0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. plus. Well, welcome back. No apologies. Enough said with just me having a conversation. Today, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm going to have to be a little bit more like a lecturer. Um really funny somebody accused me of being Rud- Rudolf Steiner reincarnated <laughs> but I've also had somebody accuse me of being uh Hermes Thrice Born so what a combination was was Rudolf Steiner Hermes <laughs> Anyway I take it as a compliment um compliment not due I'm just taking former information and intuitive knowledge and Recognition of patterns and trying to pass that knowledge and those patterns on to you so that you can see the pattern that's being used against you. That's what I'm doing. Um, do I think I was Rudolf Steiner? No. No. Um, do I think maybe sometimes I am channeling Rudolf Steiner because I've read so much and heard so much? Possibly. Now, notice how I said that. I am not channeling Rudolf Steiner. I have read so much of his work and studied so much of his work in the tangentials that I am able to present and speak in a method and a manner and a systematic way similar to what he did. And technically, that is channeling somebody's energy. You know, maybe he left all that stuff t- to some people who would take the time to try to understand what he was presenting and allow us a 100 years later to convey it at the most important time that we could see and at the time that he was speaking of. We're going to go backwards just a little bit because I've been asked and I've been asked and I know that I skipped over it, but I skipped over it with purpose. And it seems like it is time for the deeper information about these two individuals to come to the forefront to explain more accurately what I mean by Luciferian influence and de Dijal influence okay so we're gonna start with the old one the old one is the Luciferian influence now the Rudolf Steiner was careful okay if you think for a minute Rudolf Steiner believed that there's only 6,000 years of history, then that's not true whatsoever. He was talking about the advent 6,000 years ago, like I told you, the recycle, the reset 6,000 years ago. Has this been a repeating cycle? If you look at what we've been able to distinguish and decipher, it seems like maybe so. It seems like it very possibly is a repeating cycle. Maybe it's a 6,000-year cycle that repeats. Luciferian energy starts, helps mankind figure some things out, gives them a little bit of knowledge, works his way in and around with his little minions. I hate to use that term, but it's true. Minions. And gives knowledge and, and support and teaches. And then somewhere in the middle, a energy a christ-like energy is formed and tells everybody hey be careful be careful you're walking a really thin line and then at the end an aramon energy comes out and does its thing and then the reset happens because of the aramon energy i mean there's no way for any of us to say we know this is the case all right anybody i said this before in one of the last podcasts is Anybody comes out and tells you, I know, I know, I know, uh, just shut them off. I will tell you what I do know, and I am very careful to tell you what I am relating based on patterns. What I am reasonably sure about versus what you can't be sure about in any way, shape, or form. And I want you all to understand that. You know, I'm having a conversation with you all. It would be a lot better if we were all sitting around and having coffee and talking you were asking questions, and I was asking you questions, and we were interacting and actually having a conversation. Because that is really something I'm looking forward to. If I can find some people around here locally that, that will come to where I'm at, we will sit down around a table without our masks on and have some coffee, and we'll have this conversation for you all to listen to. All right? I'm, I'm working on that. I, I truly am. Because having a conversation with real questions and real input and alternative tangentials Um, I think that would be an awesome set of, like, five or six podcasts, um, if we could sit down for an evening and have a conversation, break it up into hour-long segments, um, so that you all could hear the conversation as it's going on. I think that would just be amazing, um, and I am working on it, so there's something to look forward to. Now, the Luciferian influence, all right? First thing, it's more of a sensual thing, and by sensual, we mean, um... The, the the sensual being interaction intimately, physically, okay, um, it is separation from divine, from energy, from non-physical being, um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you weren't already physical, it just means that you had a divine connection. You had a spiritual connection, and you still retained those things of the divine. Okay. Um, Lucifer's idea was to give you enough knowledge first um, to distinguish between what is good and bad and make a choice. Do I want to be good or do I want to be bad? Now, I understand that people have said, well, that's a relevant term. But there are some things that universally the majority of people would agree are bad. You know, like raping a five-year-old, male or female. That's bad. Okay. Um, uh, There's a lot of really bad things. Now, do sick, disgusting, tortured individuals do these things? Yes. Are they in control of themselves? Possibly not. I mean, if you think about it, if you are a mercenary or you are a soldier and you are being set upon by an energy above you and you have been in combat and you have been your your life has been a living hell. By the time you get to the point where a atrocity is occurring and there are so many atrocities that I'm not even going to mention, you all can just think of the worst things that humans do. These things happen. All right. Reality that we're in. But by the time they get to the point where that atrocity is happening, what's left in there? Is there anything left in there? Or is it all an outside influence that has taken over because the spirit that was in there was so broken it left? That's something to think about because it said that as time progressed, there would be fewer and fewer of the light spirits occupying the physical shells. All you have to do is look at the eyes. Remember something else, and I always talk about tangentials, but remember the windows are the eyes to the soul. And I don't like that. The windows are the eyes to the spirit is what it is. The soul is irrelevant. And I've got a lot of reasons for saying that. And maybe at some point in time, if I have time, I will go into that. But uh, the windows are the eyes to the spirit. If there is no light in there, it's nobody you want to be around. All right? It's nobody you want to be around. But people who have light draw dark things. They want to influence. They want that energy. They want to affect the people who are drawn to the light. They still have light in their eyes so what happens is you got one person who has a lot of energy and a lot of light and they naturally draw a crowd and they usually draw a crowd of younger beings that still have light well they also draw physical bodies that are occupied by dark beings you look at their eyes and they're dark a lot of times they'll wear dark glasses that are bigger than their eyeballs so you can't see all that gray nasty around their eyes too right you've all seen this i'm sure you have somebody's got them great big giant sunglasses on and you know damn well if they took them off they would look like one of those things from uh uh one of those things from uh soylent green where their whole eye is just blacked out or one of them from the original uh, time machine one of them things that anyway my whole point is is that everything around their eyes is completely blacked out um it has this gray wash over it like it's just washed out and there's no light in there coming back at you Um, but those things are drawn to people with light in their eyes too, especially the strong ones, because the strong ones will draw people with light in their eyes. And then those ones without light in their eyes come in and they try to sow division and they try to take advantage of the younger ones. I mean, how many gurus do you know that they draw people in and immediately you start hearing stories about manipulation? You start hearing stories about vampirism, energy vampirism. Um, having dreams about succubi and all kinds of weird crap happening to these people that went to one of those conferences. Well, it's because when you go to those conferences, the guru himself could be a dark entity. And I've seen a lot of them that have these conferences that I would not walk across the street except for to spit on the ground in front of them, okay? But they have these conferences and then all these dark things come in and they start looking for the young ones that don't know what they're doing so that they can influence them and steal energy off of them. That's the reason why I've always said I don't care who's having the conference, don't go, because all you're doing is putting yourself at risk for entities that want to suck the life out of you one way or the other. I mean, you got the uh, charismatic ones that will that'll sneak you into bed and use sex energy. you got the ones who will just get the room next door to you and harass you all night and suck energy out of you. I mean, there's all kinds of these things that happen. And yes, this is a huge tangential, but it's also relevant to the Luciferian energy the luciferian influence all right um so the first thing was the removal of the divine the the direct connection all right he had to figure out a way to say hey so So what he did is he taught people good and evil and i don't go with the garden of eden crap okay i just don't um it's a great story it's great fiction and maybe it was eden at the time because he didn't have all this craziness but the whole point i'm trying to get at is, is the first thing was to create a sensuality and and the right to choose what you were going to do. You know, the right to choose because before that, there wasn't really no choice to be made. You just did things the way it was supposed to be done. See, here's the catch. You did things the way it was supposed to be done. There was no thinking about whether you're going to be nice to this person or you're going to be terrible to this person. There was no thinking about whether I'm just going to take this person out and bone the crap out of them or let them bone the crap out of me. And then I'm just going to go on about my business. None of that kind of stuff was even thought about because it wasn't part of what we were. Okay? If we were going to be intimate, we would come together. We would share and then we'd go away. We wouldn't come together and take and then go away. It was a intertwining of mutual benefit. And then off you went. It had nothing to do with take, give, none of that crap. And it wasn't a conscious decision. It was like both of you needed to connect. You connected. And then you went on about your business. The other thing that happened too because of this is is the unisex, the androgyne, was divided into male and female. Well, boom. Automatically you have a method of control. Because now they have to have knowledge of birth. they got to have knowledge of sex. they got to have all these things that come with being two different sexes. And we're talking about Luciferian influence, okay? All these things that come from having two separate sexes. create all. Just think about all the things that are created by having male and female separated energies without balance in either of them. I mean, what you get is you get a male who becomes very female and and ends up being gay, which is not... Let me emphasize before we even go through this conversation. I have told you before and I'll tell you again. Gay, straight, bisexual, um, lesbian... Um, none of that crap makes any difference to me. It's a problem of choice that has to be made here, which was never an issue before. Because if you were androgyne, you could be none of those things. You were male and female, and you interacted with male and female. And it was an energy thing, not a physical, a physical entrapment, okay? So the first thing that we get is the sexes were divided so you end up with male energy and female energy separated from one being boom now you're now you're separated part of your energy has already been divided okay from there it went to I don't want to say really races because the way that races are turn, uh, races are engendered today is completely irre- irrelevant because physical appearance is not a race it is a genetic small genetic difference that cr- that is created um So you ended up with one group that was this way and one group was that way and one group was and it was very teeny tiny minuscule genetic difference, but enough to create a difference. Now, most of those races are gone today. There may be a few remnants that we can find around us, but uh, I'll tell you what's interesting. Some of those races are coming back androgyne, which is telling you that the Luciferian age is being broken. Um, the problem is, is now we have the Aramon age, and when the Andergains are born, they immediately assign a gender to what's not to what is a genderless person. Well, technically not genderless; they are both genders naturally. Um, so you can't have that because that's divine. Remember, Lucifer doesn't want anybody connected to the divine directly, nor does Aramon. And whether you speak of it as an entity or an energy. They are trying to keep the divine separated from the physical, all right, or in Lucifer's case, the ethereal, but we'll get to that. Um, So, first thing that happened was sexes were divided, male and female. Um, If you listen to the story of Adam and Eve, they took part of Adam and created Eve. Does that not fit? Although it's a convolution, and it was created in a strictly physical reference, unbelievable y'all can you believe that crap every time i start talking about aramon and lucifer (laughs) anyway i told you man they do not like me talking about them and i really don't care i know what the treaty is they can leave me alone anyway so to start out with, we had androgynes everywhere. There were no separations of male and female. In order to separate male and female, you had to separate those essences. The male and female essence was divided into two beings. So that was the first trap that Lucifer said. Now you are singularly male or female. And even if, you retained, even if you retained energy of the opposite, it made it very difficult. So what, what do we have today? We have males who are, are female. I have male friends that are more female than females. Unfortunately for them, they have watched television and they have watched the characterization, and some of them have become those characterizations rather than what they should be. And I've talked about that TV programming where they've created this flaming, screaming male who thinks that he is female. Well, that is a characterization that has been seen over enough decades that the new generation of gay males that are the feminine side... Think that that's the way they're supposed to be, instead of just being who they are. How pathetic, right? Same thing with the uh, the extremely butch lesbians. Why? Why can you not be a woman and be in love with a woman? There's no reason for you to be a you know mean bouncer bull. And I, I don't mean that as an offense. What I mean is, is why do you need to be a bull? big heavy muscular male well maybe it's because that's the male energy just like the other ones the female energy the problem is is the characterizations that they have adapted why not just be a female who loves a female instead of trying to be a male in a female body who loves a female Um, but they don't think about that because the TV has programmed to believe this is what you're supposed to be, right? Um, so back to the androgyne thing we have, we have for generations had androgynes born and immediately they try to assign gender materialism. You've got to be male or female. Why? Because when they get to be 20 years old, you're telling them, well, you don't have to, you can be whatever you want. You can be male or female. We'll just do the materialism thing and change you from one to the other. So it's okay to do it at 20 or 15 or whatever they're trying to push now. But when they're born that way, because it's a divine and spiritual thing, they have to immediately assign a gender. Why? Because they want to break that spirit that's in there. The true androgyne divine spirit that is inside that body. You think about it, if you weren't an androgyne in spirit, you could not occupy an androgyne body. just wouldn't work. Period. Exclamation point. Now, I'm not saying when there's a surgical issue where there's something wrong, fix the surgical issue, but leave them male and female. There's no reason. No reason. There is. You look at all these surgeries they do. They had a, a, a little uh, child that was born that the vaginal opening was sealed, but everything else was fine. And the urethra ran through the penis. So why not fix the vaginal opening while they're babies? And get everything the way it's supposed to be so that they can heal up from it while they're little. Don't get me wrong. It'd still be traumatic, but they could heal up. And now you have a perfectly functional androgyne. When they get older, if they decide that they want to be a male, they could be. If they decide they want to be a female, they could be. Or they could just stay the way they are and enjoy it. But my whole point here is is that is a divine nature that Lucifer immediately tried to split. And whether it was done technologically, whether Lucifer was an entity or an energy or an makes no difference. It was still done. And we can find that universally through oral traditions. Okay? Then, you get the races, which is just a small genetic difference. Small genetic difference, but it allowed for any races that couldn't be manipulated to be eliminated. Uh, Let me very give you a very good example of the Sabe and the uh, Anubai. They are obviously different races. I'm not talking about humans that have different skin color. I'm talking about Bigfoot and the Anubai, the dogmen. They are obviously a different race. Now, do you see the difference between what they've been trying to teach and the history occultation of the Sabe and the Anubai versus racism that everybody's been preached to? You know, oh, they're black. Oh, they're red. Oh, they're native. Oh, they're Indian. Oh, they're whatever. Asian. Who cares? I can tell you right now black, white, red, orange, purple, green, purple. Purple and green. No, that was me after I had my Rick. Um, but anyway, my whole point here is, is it makes no difference. I'm telling you right now, the brightest neon green-skinned woman that is a human being can walk up to you. And if she has the intimate facilities, you could have sex with her and enjoy it. And you could have offspring. All right? If the most mm luscious male with orange and yellow and copper and pink and fuchsia skin walked up to you and he was anatomically a human being his skin color makes no difference you can have offspring all right i don't know what your offspring would look like probably awful pretty right <laughs> they would be awesome um anyway my whole point here is is with the sabe and the anubi we know they are a different race now can they interbreed with The human genetics, I do not know. Um, I do not know. There are many rumors to that effect. And there are some historical accounts. But uh, I don't know. And I will tell you so. But that is races. Those are races. Now, tribes. After they divided everybody up into these little genetic differences, then... They divided them into tribes. They put this group there and that group there. And they, I wouldn't be surprised if they did the same thing with the anubai and the Sabe. And the others. They just divided them up. Separated them. And then uh, peoples. So you had tribes. And then you had individual groups within the tribes. Clans. And they were separated. And then the families were separated. So you ended up with... Eventually... The divisions are so point have gotten so far that you literally have singular individuals at this point. Not only do we not have our other essences, majority anyway. <laughs> not only do we not have a, other essences, but we have no family. We have no look at, no no families today. We have no family. We have no tribes. And they say, "Oh, well, we're a tribe." Go look at them and look what they do. We have no community between the races that still exist um as a matter of fact it seems like there's enmity between them and then um we are split male and female that is luciferian as sensuality is what it is it's it's, uh, it's sensuality is a misused word sensuality is a lot of the times uh, uh, uh used to refer to sex and yes you can have sensual sensual intimacy but in this case, sensuality is is, is is a reference to the physical nature of things, all right? And then you get the freedoms, you know, and ego. Everybody gets their own ego. This is me. I am I. And the idea is I am I as in the body that you're in, okay? Um, and then, you know, the knowledge of good and evil. I can choose to be a nice person or I can choose to be a horrible person. So I am in control um, with, you know, moral understanding. Um, there, a uh, moral understanding, which is a separation from the divine, because originally you didn't need any moral understanding between good, uh, bad and good. You just did what was natural and what was natural was beneficial to everybody. All right. Um, so that's the initial part of it. And then, you know, Lucifer's Lucifer was the antagonist. OK, he was an antagonist to divine nature on all accounts. Okay? Um, he wanted to separate all creations from the divine. Um, he tried to uh, install a thing where good is using that knowledge and staying in a balance between the freedoms that you have to choose. okay? and behaviors so, so you can choose to be bad if you want but since you know better you can choose not to there's kind of a trap because then he throws everything you know he, he creates this this situation where um morality is questionable <laughs> i mean on all accounts Um, now most people say, well, no, it's not questionable, but the way that the system is set up, it creates a process by which morality can be questioned all the time. Um, you know, you have to have wisdom and apply that wisdom to your life in order to stay in a balance between all the things that are brought to you. You know, let's face it. Okay. And I realize this doesn't apply to everybody. And I realize that most people will never get to this situation, but, You are given the opportunity to go out and, okay, you're single, male or female. You're given the opportunity to go out and have a good time and you run into a bunch of people and you have a choice. You can go back to the hotel room with whoever and you can have a blast or you can go home. Okay, well, I needed companionship. Well, why don't you take one of your friends home and just sit and talk and have some coffee and a couple glasses of wine and call it good? Well, I had some sexual desire Okay well there's ways to take care of that too that don't require picking up a stranger and going to a hotel room now is picking up a stranger and going to a hotel room always a morally defunct thing no see there's where the there's where the confusion comes in this whole situation was set up from the beginning to be a very very fine line a trap The line is so thin you can't even see it, yet all these things are being thrown at you and passed across and sent and put in your face and blah, 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 blah. You know, if you go to a strip club, male or female, that's being put in your face, right? Um, But my whole point here is that first the trap was set with the knowledge that was available. Listen to all this crap. I'm talking about Lucifer and listen to all this crap. I never hear any of this at my place. And trust me, that's way down on the hill. So this thing's have to be insanely loud, okay? That one sounded like I need it tuned up. But listen, this is what I've been up against, trying to do this Lucifer and Aramon thing. Apparently, Lucifer doesn't like me talking about him either. So there's a balance. You use your wisdom to decide. Well, sometimes having that intimate connection with somebody that has light in their eyes and everything, it, yeah, sometimes yeah. that's the right thing to do sometimes it's not but you've got to have enough experience knowledge and wisdom to differentiate but listen to this crap i never hear this crap at my place i'm up on top of the stinking mountain y'all i'm up on the top of the stinking mountain it's thursday afternoon are you are you kidding me i want at least you guys can hear it as witnesses listen to this crap When I'm getting to a point, even. Jerks. I- I'm sorry, but when people when people ride motorcycles and, and drive vehicles that sound like this, I agree with the guys from South Park. And I'll tell you why. I understand that when you're on a motorcycle that you want other vehicles to be able to hear you. But when somebody can hear you a half mile up the hill and you're just revving it up being a jerk, then the guys in South Park named you applicably very accurate, I mean, it was a very accurate distinguishment between people who ride motorcycles and people who are jerks. There is no reason for a motorcycle to rattle my windows this far off the road. Okay. Um, that kind of complete indifference to nature, to the people around you is what, is what Ehriman has brought us. Materialism. Ooh, ah, my motorcycle sounds like it's falling apart. Because I put these weird pipes on it so everybody could hear me for three quarters of a mile or a mile or whatever. You know, if it rumbles a little bit, it's got a nice sound to it. You can hear it quite a ways. Besides that, if you're riding a motorcycle and doing what you're supposed to do, people don't need to hear you. There's another thing with that TV programming, right? They have been programmed to believe that that's what that motorcycle is supposed to sound like. Well, I'll tell you what, I would never want to ride one that sounded like that. Cause if I couldn't hear it running the way it was supposed to over the noise so that I know if I've got an oil problem or a chain or, or whatever, um, I would never be on that motorcycle anyway. So wisdom, you get enough experience, enough knowledge, and then you have wisdom to choose between the situation. Is this just a self-serving, uh, Sexual encounter, is this actually something mutual between the two of us that needs to happen, even if it's only once? See, there's wisdom. And people get, uh, I used to have people get mad at me because I, I, I said, there are times when a one night stand between two people is exactly what was meant to happen. Um, There's a lot of reasons why I have that understanding. but So, you know, uh, Lucifer as an entity or an energy wants humanity separated from the divine okay um he wants that separation he wants to be the one that everybody turns to the entity or the energy but he wants everybody to go into his realm which lies between the material world and the spirit world so he wants to create that half step that you can't get away from um you know his 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 realm is an elusive non-material spiritual realm, so you're spiritual, but you're not in the divine realms, listen to this crap, y'all, I mean, seriously, listen to this, this is insane, I don't have this much traffic go by me in a month, literally, I do not have that much traffic pass by me and hear it in a month or two and every loud obnoxious TV watching programmed fool with the loudest crap possible has gone by me in 10 minutes um just to interrupt this conversation that I'm having seriously how ridiculous I mean how utterly ridiculous um that, does that tell you how bad they don't want this information out Anyway, so, back to what I was saying. And yes, I am uh, frustrated at this point in time, which is exactly what Lucifer's trying to do. He's trying to frustrate me. So I'll stop. And I'm not going to. Y'all heard it? Y'all heard the interference? Um, you've heard me sit out here and, and record. There's It's just quiet. Every once in a while, a dog barking. More crap coming. But anyway, so Lucifer, the entity or the energy, wants humanity separated from the divine. He doesn't want that connection. That's the reason why he initially split. Humanity off is to erase that divine connection that the androids had. And then he taught them some crap that made them think, knowledge, um, that separated them even further. Because now they were making a conscious decision: Do I do the right thing or don't I? And uh, is this the right thing? You know, even that confusion: Is this the right thing? Is a separation because previously everybody just knew this is what you do. You don't have to think about it Didn't mean that they were automatons. It just meant that there was no need to think. You did the right thing. But now his place is an elusive, non-material, spiritual realm that he runs, but no connection to the divine. All right. Um, And this is based on a lot of different kinds of references, but you know that's the basic premise of it. Um, That is the basic premise of it. So, uh, you know, I I brought up the Luciferian thing, and it looks like it's probably going to end up being the 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 uh first half of the first podcast because i'm gonna have to it's, it's gonna take a couple of podcasts to get through all this um like i said this <laughs> every time i start talking about this stuff weird stuff happens i mean like that even when the uh, atvers and four-wheelers are up here and there's a, a road up above me that they can go up and cut across the mountains and it's really nice And I hate the fact that they're just tearing the crap out of it with their ATVs and four-wheelers, four-wheel drives. Um, But even that, with 50 of them going up the road, was not as loud as that crap right there was. Um, Anyway, so I I brought up the Luciferian thing first because I wanted to point out the contrast and the conflict between Aramon and Luciferian energy or Luciferian ideology or Luciferian influences. See, here's the thing. This could be an influence from outside. This could be an actual entity. This could be a group of entities working against the divine, um, thinking that they could keep, take control. You know, the demiurge is another thing that was pointed out. Um, but anyway, my whole point here is is that um, the contrast and the conflict between Aramon ideology, or entity and energy, and Luciferian energy. Lucifer said hey man i'll give you some knowledge um and by doing so it created a more physical see what i'm saying i I just started getting into this and here it goes again right i mean every time i get to this point holy crap And, and i'm telling you right now above me there's not that many people that live and it's not a road that goes through it stops it's a dead end it, 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 it literally, when you get up there, unless you're going off road, and you know none of them vehicles were, unless you're going off road, it, it's a circle. You turn around and come back down the hill. None of them people went up the hill until I never heard any of them go up the hill earlier. I mean, you talk about the most utterly ridiculous, insane. It's like it's like Lucifer and Eremon are materializing them up there in that circle, the turnaround and dropping them out onto the road or something because there is no throughway. It is a dead end. That's the reason why I live where I do. Okay? I live on a dead end because the only people who are coming past my house on the main road are people who live above me. And uh and yes, I think they have succeeded in frustrating the crap out of me at this point. I am actually getting I'll tell you what, man. I I'm going to keep dropping information on Lucifer and Airman because everybody needs to know and they can kiss my butt. I'm going to, right now, my and I, favor. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing absent from your lives that are needed to all the entities that are around me right now. Shut this crap off. We don't need it. Y'all are working with me. No more. No more. We have the mountain. We control the mountain. We control everything on it. With your help and me. I'm telling you right now, we are favored. No more of this. It's ended. You all are going to help me do it. See, that's how you talk to spirits around you. I asked them to be favored. And in exchange for that, they favored me. And everybody else. So, the difference. Lucifer, the entity or the energy or the group of entities or the group of beings. See, that's the other thing. We don't know if this is a reference to a group of invaders or if we can speak of this as an individual entity and energy manipulating um, things within our environment. Um, or is this actually a, physically, a physical being that came and started messing with things, right? There's no way for us to know this. It could be any of the three, and that's the reason why I brought it up. Um, he wants the creation separated from the divine attachment. And moved into his little realm that's somewhere between the physical and the physical. And the spiritual, you know, like a half step off, but no escape. So if you go there, you can't connect reconnect to the divine, because he's not gonna let you, he'll make sure you're locked off. And the contrast with Araman is is Araman once, what was once divine completely locked into a material existence. That's it. Period. Exclamation point. No connection to the divine, no spiritual nature. No understanding of the spiritual nature of things around you. Just completely shut off. Everything is an item on a list. Strictly material. No divine, no spirit, no spiritual understanding, no spiritual connection like me with wishing all the entities around me favor. Um, he wants that gone. He wants it so nobody even knows that there are entities and spirits and elementals around them all the time. That's what he wants. Ehrman wants you locked into a purely physical existence. So that he can control every aspect of your physical existence. And you have to bow to him in order to exist. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. He really doesn't care if you're having children or not. He'll just create some... Strictly materialistic, well-controlled, well-modified children that instantly become his servants. instant become his inhabitants of his materialism. Alright? That's where he wants to be. That's where Eremon wants everybody to be. He doesn't want... Please note, when that thing went by, it was very, very quiet. It didn't get loud until it got past us. Thank you. Well, don't to all of you for taking care of things. I appreciate that. So do the people listening to me. It shows them that you are here and it shows that when asked, you will help. And that's something that they need to know too. So, uh, let me recommend a a website because this is going to, this is going to run probably long enough anyway, but I'm going to go into a couple of side things. And, uh, end this podcast on those side tangents and then we'll get to aramon well, let's see what happens then right <laughs> he probably get punched in the face hitting the kidneys you watch burn myself with my lighter spill my coffee you watch all kinds of but see i've done asked for favor and i've already gr- wished favor immediately upon every ent- entity around me i guarantee you aramon's not going to get up here He's not, he may be able to be down on the road, but it's going to be quiet because these entities are going to make sure you all hear what you need to. Um, they're on our side, right? And you heard me wish them favor, which means that if you even think about it remotely, you have wished them favor already. There's time magic for you, right? You're not going to hear this for a few days. And uh, you assisting me by wishing all the spirits and entities around me favor... It's time magic because you sent that energy back to me right now. How's that for a really good example? Anyway, so uh, Rudolf Steiner Archives is online, all right? Um, You can get to his written material. It's typed out, translated. You can get to that stuff and have access to it yourself, all right? And then on YouTube, I have a playlist that features much of their work, and I am going to give it to you right now. Um, I will try to get the link in this podcast, I've already done it once. In a different but uh, I'm going to give you the name of the group. I'm going to give you the name of the group. Look at that. I am talking to you all, and somebody tried to call in. You talk about interfering. I'm trying to give you the name of the group. It's the Rudolf Steiner Press Audio Channel. Anything Rudolph Steiner, um, the guy is a very, very good orator, very, very good speaker. Um, and I truly enjoy listening to him. Now, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell you everybody, everybody, every time. I literally listen to it at at least one and a half times speed. And if I have a, if I'm at work listening where I'm not being interrupted and disturbed, I will listen to it at 2x speed. And if there's something that I, oh, I need, I'll go back and I'll catch it. Um, sometimes I will listen to these things through completely twice. And then I will go find the, the typed out version and go find what I'm looking for that way. That way I've not only heard it twice, but now I have read it and have had to, to scroll through so that I get that textile. So it gets burned into your memory. Remember, they're trying to ruin our kids. They're putting them on computers and, le- and touchpads and, and laptops. And it eliminates the textile and the dexterity, smell, olfactory senses. If you have a book in your hand and you're using a pencil, not a tight keyboard, you are using textile, muscle memory, all different kind of parts of your brain. Flipping pages in the book, you can smell it, you can see it. Um, there's a little glare off of it. All those senses are used to create memory. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of what they're teaching them, I wouldn't care if they remembered or not. But uh, and by the way, I'm going to say it again: Rudolf Steiner, press audio, and there is a playlist on my YouTube channel for you all. So, and I keep adding more stuff to that individual Rudolf Steiner playlist that I think is important. Um, don't get me wrong; I think listening to Rudolf Steiner stuff as much as you can is very important, just like Manly Hall. Um, just like Samuel War, but you also have to listen to it for what it is. Okay, um, take what you take what resonates, leave the rest in the back file, and when it becomes important, it'll be there. But uh, it's the Rudolf Steiner Archives online, and uh, I think it's R S. No, but anyway, just type in Rudolf Steiner Archives, and a website, and it will pull up, and you, there's all the written stuff. I've done really good. I've talked to you all this time, and I haven't even lit a cigarette. I've just been kind of flipping it around in my fingers. And anyway, so you have this—you uh, have this energy, or is it a reference to a group of people? You know, a lot of people say, "Well, it's Inlil and Inky." Well, possibly, or maybe Inlil and Inky was the way that uh, that someone used to describe what had happened, right? We cannot say we know. Maybe the Enlil and Inky story was a way to hide The Lucifer and Aramon story. <laughs> you know, just like the God spells that were written for three different groups of people that keep them separated and fighting. And then once they got them separated, they separated each group into groups so that they were fighting amongst themselves. Uh, and what's amazing to me is they read these God spells, and they, it says what's what going to happen. And then they subdivide and start fighting amongst themselves and wonder... They don't even see that they are being subjected to exactly what they told what they were told they would be. <laughs> it's beyond me. How can you see it happen? It's written. It's written. You will be, and then there will be a division, a a hewing a, a, a into two. And then a split into another two, so now there's four of you. It will be, there will be so many speaking, so many, but anyway, my whole point here is they had the writings, even if it is God spells written by these people trying to manipulate and move into the Aramon Age um, and eliminate the knowledge of the Christ energy, the balance between knowledge and technology, or knowledge and material, physical things. Um, those God spells were written and they even told them what they were going to do. They said, Hey, look, we're going to divide you up and you'll fight amongst yourselves. And they told all the religions that not just one. And now the religions are all divided up into denominations, including Islam. And they're killing each other and they're hateful to each other. And they are divided from anything divine amongst each other. Yeah. You, know, uh, you would think maybe they might notice that that game's already been played. You might be watching, watching for another sneaky move, maybe. Right? Okay. Mahana, everybody. I'm going to drop it at this. And honestly, the Eremon, I'm going to do it right now. After I get done with this, I'm going to tell you about Erman Now, it's going to be two different podcasts. And we'll see what kind of insanity ensues. I've got spirits around me, and they have said hello. Thank you. And we are going to get through it. And they're going to help me tell you about him because they are going to keep all this other crap out they want it known I mean they're divided just as much as we are right you think about the elementals and then let's finish this conversation I got 10 minutes at least let's finish this conversation you think about all the elementals that you're familiar with or just start listening to people it is very rare that you come across an elemental that is an Androgen. that means they've been divided too and, you know, these elementals and all these other spirits that you know are around you and every once in a while can see, um, they are races, Are they not? I'm just saying, you know, we were all one and then we were, div- we were divided. Every tradition in the world says this. So those elementals that are around us, the wind, the, the earth, all those elementals that will help us used to be us. We used to be them. We used to be one thing. And we were divided into races. We were divided into races that can't even see each other because one's trapped in one spectrum and one's trapped in another. And if we're very, very lucky and we can meditate, and we can get ourselves into a focused state, every once in a while we'll see one directly. It is so bad that they have to come see us in our dreams because that's the only time that we can get into a state that we can interact. There's no way to know if they're not dreaming. Maybe that's the only way we can interact is by going into that astral space that aramon <laughs> and the <laughs> lucifer can't get into you think maybe of course aramon's figured out a way to manipulate it with a technology and we'll get into that too but you think about all these spirit all these races you know what is an elemental it is a race what are the, ushti, the little people all over the place that that flit in and out they are a race the Anubi, the Dogmen, they're a race. The Sabe, the Bigfoot, they're a race. And we've all been separated from what we originally were, which was one thing, and androgyne to boot. And now we've been divided, we can't even communicate. You, know, you want to talk about the true the true story of Babylon, let's get there. They will be divided and they will not be able to speak or communicate. Everybody thinks that's languages. Well, that's what they wanted you to think. It has nothing to do with languages. We can learn languages. What they did when they divided us is they separated us so that we couldn't see each other. We couldn't communicate directly. That's the reason why we have elementals. That's the reason why we have little people. That's the reason why we have rock people. That's the reason why we have all these entities that move around us that we can't interact with. But none of you ever thought about that division. It had nothing to do. Oh, we're going to scramble their... No, that's not what it says. We are going to divide them into races. And they will not be able to communicate is what that says. It said nothing about confounding language. It said it would confound their beings. And if you think about it, the later translation that said confound their language is pretty accurate because have you ever tried to talk to an elemental? They move so quick that even if they even if you can make a connection, it's hard to understand them because we are so sinking slow. In the in the the light and sound frequencies we see we locked into, they go zipping by us like we're standing still. You know, they've made movies about that. Making fun of us is what they're doing. They're making fun of the fact that we were divided. And, you know, and here we are physical in this three D realm, and this is the one this is the one that Aramon decided to attack because we are the easiest to get to. No, screw him, I'm about to rat him out in the next podcast. And there's some knowledge that I just dropped on you. Races. The elementals, the sprites, the spirits. That's the division. That is the division. It's much older than they want you to believe. And it's not language. It's the ability to communicate. The ability to interact. The ability to see and sit down and have a dinner together. Or to come together and share an experience and move apart that's what was confounded and that's how the races were created it wasn't black white yellow green orange purple red pink fuchsia chartreuse that's the lie that's the lie believe it if you want knowledge is the races were divided by frequency of light and sound, and by doing so, for speed. You ever seen one of them go by you? Looks like a freaking lightning bolt shooting by you. We were divided into races. The elementals, the woodland beans, the rock beans, the river beans some of them, every once in a while, we actually get a chance to look at the Sabe and the Anubai. They somehow, even though being divided into races, managed to interact in the three-dimensional. Or maybe some of them got split off and some of them aren't three-dimensional and some of them are. I can't say that I know. I just know that they're described both ways as being extra-dimensional in some cases and strictly three-dimensional in others. So, there's some knowledge that I didn't even intend to share. But I guess it was time for it to come out, right? Mahana, favor to all of you and all the spirits that quieted my mountain down for me. Listen to this. Will they help you? Is this not proof? All you have to do is ask. You say, favor to you, listening to me. And favor to all of you around me that I cannot see. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing absent from your existence or lives that are needed. I need help to communicate this to these other people. And I appreciate the help that you've been. Acknowledge them. them favor them. And they will be there for you when you need them. Mahana